Hey, what's up, podcast? It's Jeff. Just want to jump in here. This is a special bonus episode of Teach Better Talk. This is actually going to be a the audio uh, recording from a Facebook Live that our team is doing every single day, Monday through Friday um, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time in our Facebook private group. You can get in that group at teachbettergroup.com or uh, go on to Facebook and just search Teach Better Team. You'll see our page and then you'll see the group get in there. So here we go, a special bonus episode of Teach Better Talk pulled from one of our Facebook Live videos in our private group at teachbettergroup.com. Hope you enjoy. Josh, from the Teach Better team, and I'm here with the one, the only, Nick Mann from Teacher Fit. He is actually, was in Virginia. I actually asked him to come on, and I thought he was still in Virginia, but he's in California, so it is nice and early. It's like 5 a.m. where he is right now. So first of all, I want to thank Nick for waking up so early to join us, um, but Nick, how are you doing this morning? I am doing very well. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's good to be up at 5 a.m., you know, get my day started and join the daily drop-in, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Um this has been a great group and we've been talking to a lot of educators. We've had a lot of um, we've had a lot of administrators on. And just so you know, I am checking the feed uh, on my phone. I'm not texting, I promise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is really exciting to have you on because um, honestly, uh, we've been talking to a lot of administrators and a lot of educators, and we've been talking a lot about like the practicality of lessons and delivering instruction. And we've touched on a little bit of things people need to do for self-care, but I feel like fitness, mental health, and some of those things are really, really important. So I do want to say, hey, Megan, hey, Alex, then we got some people joining in here saying hi. So I really was excited when you um, were going to come on because... You, you literally run a business that works with teachers and keeping them healthy. Um, and you work with schools and districts across the country um, in a digital format so that they can do that on their own. So I feel like you're perfectly kind of set up to, to be giving some advice and some value to, to our PLN this morning. Whether you're listening now um, or you're listening on the podcast later, um, Nick's going to bring some amazing value this morning. So um How's the weather in California now? Because it's probably better than Ohio, by the way. <laughs> Definitely better than Ohio. One of the major perks, I think it's somewhere between, you know, 55 and 75 every day, all day. And Amazing. Sunny. Um, oh, there is I'll this thing. When, when I got out here, it was cloudy and rainy for like a week straight. And I was like, someone lied to me. I moved out here. I was told it was beautiful year round and it's raining. What is going on? But it's rebounded. It's won me back, and it's definitely a lot better. You were sold a lie, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's so funny. Oh man, that's amazing. That is awesome. So I want to say hello to Holly. Um, we got some other people dropping in right now. I'm gonna make sure I can get on the comments here so I can see them all. Brian, how are you doing? So um, I really kind of want to get into. We've had some blog posts on our blog. We've had some uh, some basic resources on taking um, advantage of, of some, some additional time that people have. I'm hearing a bunch of stuff in my feed. Hey, I feel like people are in two camps, and you can tell me if you're kind of seeing this too with your PLN. 
Like people are like, wow, I finally have the time to commit to myself that I've always wanted. So I'm going to commit to myself. And then I feel like there's this other kind of people that's like, I've never been given permission to do nothing. I'm going to take advantage of that. And, and I don't want to say nothing. I actually said that completely wrong because I know teachers aren't doing nothing. Um, please don't send me angry emails for that statement. We'll clip that out, right? But, um, but like I have, no matter what situation you're in, and unless you're like an emergency healthcare worker or, or like someone that's like really grinding right now. And like most teachers have kind of set up their digital classrooms at this point, hopefully, or they've kind of settled in. And the chances are like, you don't have to go to work. You don't have to be in a building for six hours a day. There's a much more flexible schedule, hopefully for you. So like now, in my opinion, it's a great time to take advantage of that. I feel like some people are taking advantage of that. Um, I know Dave Schmidow, myself, Jeff Gugges, like we did like the Teacher 26, Teacher 100, yep. Yep. Um, like sort of things like that. But there's also like this, I just want to do nothing because I haven't done nothing in a really long time and take advantage of that. So what's a good first step of just kind of evaluating this extra time and putting those self-care routines in place? That was a lot of stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I, I think that last statement is the most valuable and the key word being routine, right? We are now establishing kind of the new normal now that, you know, this is kind of continuing to go on longer than we maybe originally anticipated or a lot of us thought, oh, we're going to go be going back to school. When I was in Virginia before I headed out, they had already canceled school in March for the remainder of the year. So that was the new normal, right? We're going to have a digital platform. We're not going back into school this year. And I think more and more states are now in that same boat. So if you're an individual that started out like, hey, I just want to do maybe nothing, um, we're now transitioning to, okay, the new normal is we're not going back in. So establishing that new routine of I've taken that time to practice self-care to maybe just relax to Netflix and chill. Maybe you already binge watch uh, Tiger King with your family, whatever <laughs> it may be. You've yeah. tried some, you've tried some TikTok dances and now exactly. it's like, okay, what can I actually do to take care of myself? And it's establishing those new routines, those new habits and holding yourself accountable as a professional educator, as a individual who values self-care to establish those routines and stick to them every single day. I think the people that are going to have the most problem with their mental health, their, you know, their social, their emotional health, um, whether it's connecting with students or taking care of themselves, connecting with family are the people that are just kind of like, I'll get up whenever, uh, maybe I'll work out sometime. Uh, maybe I'll call my fellow teachers. Maybe I'll check in with my students. But the people that are really going to thrive and succeed during this time and maybe even take themselves to the next level or even higher are the people that are like, no, here's my schedule. I've got my schedule built just like I would on a normal workday. I am a professional. This is how I'm going to conduct myself. I wake up just like you know I did this morning. I put on normal clothes. Here you I go. I put my shoes on at 4.30 a.m. to <laughs> to start my day as a professional and hold myself to these routines. And I think that's going to be key. I love it, man. We've been talking a ton about routines in terms of planning and outreach for students, setting setting up that schedule or routine. And there's also a difference between like um, uh, 
I think schedule is really important, but I think some people thrive on like priorities and, and, and setting setting those as opposed to mm-hmm. like time frames, right? And yep. I think as long as you have those things set up, you're going to be more successful. And I think it's about planning the off time as much as it's about planning the on time, right? Correct. So Correct. If, if you want to start your day and start checking email at 10 instead of 9 or 8 a.m., that's fine. But what are you doing with this extra two hours? It can't just be... I'm just going to sit and do nothing for for these two hours. Can I get a walk in? Could can I make sure I'm you know I'm getting a, a good start to, to to my day? So so Megan just said sticking to my daily workout routine has been key for me. The one thing keeping me sane and my stress level down. I know I'm going to let you expand on that a little bit here in a second, but I know I've read a ton of research that says like the best thing you can do to to relieve stress is literally work out. Whether it's in your home or a lot of states allow, uh, you know, I run outside by myself, yeah. like, like that's perfectly okay uh, and not like putting anyone in danger. Um, and so um, one of the best things you can do to reduce stress is work out. Also, Absolutely. one of the best things you can do to fight respiratory disease is have a healthy respiratory system. I'm not saying that that's a perfect solution because there's- I don't think we're talking enough about that. (laughs) But like, like I've read a ton of articles that's like, listen, if you're stronger as a person, you're going to be able to fight this off if you get it more effectively. Um, And I'm not going to say that's the case for everyone. I just read a story about an Ironman that was one of the first cases that Ironman athlete that was one of the first cases that had it, but he beat it, I'm guessing, because the dude runs like 50 miles of every other day or whatever so like um if you're making yourself stronger even if it's stronger than you were a week ago you're literally setting yourself up to be less stressed and you're setting yourself up to be more resilient your immune systems are going to going to be increased so uh, i know you probably have 10 times more information than i do about that stuff as a as a personal trainer and as a having a degree in those things but could you talk about some of the benefits to making the decision um, I do want to get to nutrition too, but for physical activity, a minimal level or an increase in physical activity, and what are the benefits that can have for an educator or a professional, um, even in in lockdown right now? I mean, the benefits are endless, right? I mean, we could sit here. I, I, I can't sure, quote sure, research sure. or anything else, but no, just, just yeah, just on a, on a, a basic human level getting up, moving, elevating the heart rate early in the morning, whatever is convenient for you, getting sweat going, just like you said, getting out outdoors, getting sunlight onto your eyes, onto your body. Your body is going to naturally respond to these occurrences that happen and release you know, hormones. And your body is going to operate as it should and increase you know, your ab- ability to be present to be aware throughout the rest of the day. Um, you know, sitting, we all have experience just on a human level of doing that Netflix and chill, you know, on a Saturday and you sit there for hours and you get up and you're like, Oh my gosh, what happened today? Yeah. But even on the mornings you don't want to, or the days you don't want to you're like, Hey, I'm going to go outside and go for a walk. You're never going to be upset. After you get done, you're like, I really shouldn't have done that. No, it's like, oh my God, I feel so much better. So your mental clarity, your physical state, your health, all those things benefit, you know, not to mention that, like you said, the benefits of respiratory health, of going for a jog, going for a walk, putting yourself through a high intensity interval workout, um, practicing yoga, whatever it may be, just having that in your routine 
you know, once, twice, three times a week is important. Something I talked about on another podcast uh, yesterday was we're not looking for perfection right now, right? There's a lot of things changing. There's a lot of things going on, whether it's social, uh, online learning and working on your own wellness, we're looking for progress. So establishing that routine, establishing that daily habit that you can just do do something to make yourself better today. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just like your classes aren't going to be perfect for your students. There's going to be kids that aren't paying attention online. The computers are going to freeze, um, all this craziness, but just make that progress every day. And that that's what we want to achieve right now. I love it, man. I just want to say hi to Chris Collins, Barb Baker, and Alex Valensek, uh, who, who always checks us out in the morning. He said one of the most useful things that he's learned to do is when he's being pulled in all these different directions is saying, I can do that, but it will take away my time from doing X, Y, or Z, which is more important. I, yep. Now, I, he's actually talking about getting pulled in from external sources. I think we have to have that exact same conversation, Alex, with... Um, um, just since he's the one who made the comment with ourselves, right? So, like, what's more important, like laying in bed for 20 more minutes or getting a productive physiological start to your day? Because I can tell you right now, everyone in my house knows if I got my running in the morning because it's yep. the same thing as if I didn't get my coffee. Like, I'm more <laughs> anxious, I'm more stressed. I'm thinking about like, oh, I didn't get out this morning. Like I feel lazier. And I love what you talked about. You know, if you've been sitting on the couch, you've been binging and you've been relaxing with all your free time. So let's like, I want to like hedge this out a little bit. Let's assume that everyone's kind of working during the day, right? Like and still doing their daily, daily routine. But yep. now let's be honest, outside of what should be your work day. So like early morning afternoons should have more free time because let's be honest, most people can't go anywhere. Right. <laughs> most people can't socially gather, right? So you're either stuck at home watching TV or reading or doing things like that, or you are, I don't know what, because you can't do anything else. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the real reality is like, we do have more time. It's just a matter of what we do with that time. And something you said that, that really resonated with me is, have you ever been sitting so long that you, you're tired from napping? You're tired from right. resting? And yeah. it's literally like your body's telling you, look, this is us now. Like, this is what we do. Like, I'm used to this state of rest. And it's, it just takes a moment. So let me ask you this. What's, what's one piece of advice? And I, I know I have my thoughts on this, but I want to hear it from you because you'll say it better than me. Um, I want to say hi to Adam. He's checking in, by the way. Um, if I've been sitting here relaxing and I'm in that mode that you're talking about, I've literally been just trying to like, I'm stressed. We're all like super high anxious. And I'm just like, I just can't deal with the world, right? What's something I can do either today or tomorrow morning to break that cycle? Like what's, I don't, cause you know, like I just, um, I just personally ran like a virtual marathon. I run all the time. You probably have your daily workout and and, and do tons of stuff. This is part of our daily routines. Like, so mm -hmm. um, that's not something that's going to have to change a lot. But for someone who wasn't necessarily active before, has been in this mindset, what are some really realistic and beneficial, like just first steps they can take to just starting to get themselves active so they can get some of the benefits you just shared with everybody? Yeah, I think the easiest thing, and it, 
obviously it's important when making a lifestyle change to make things easy, to make things fun, to make things achievable, 100%. right? Because yeah. if, if we go out and we say, I'm going from the couch to I'm going to start yeah. running with Chad and do a marathon, like obviously it's not going to happen. It's or, gonna, or, you're going to fail. For most people, yeah. <laughs> right? So I think that, you know, that, that early morning walk, as soon as the sun comes up or, you know, as you're batching your work, obviously you have meetings with your students or staff meetings. As soon as those are done, maybe they're 45 minutes, they're an hour, they're 90 minutes long, whatever it is like, okay, I'm going to take a short break and I'm going to go outside and go for a walk, or I'm going to do a short breathing practice or listen to a meditation. There are tons of high quality meditation apps on, you know, your phone that you can download just do a five minute guided meditation for your mental health and just allow you to calm down maybe that staff meeting on zoom was going crazy and you're just overwhelmed and stressed and that five minutes of you time to breathe to relax whether that's walking or sitting on your couch with headphones in just to kind of disconnect um, those are the little things you can do right now today after we get off the daily drop in that will start yeah. you headed headed in the right direction. Nick Mann dropping the gauntlet right after <laughs> daily drop in. Every single one watching right now or watching later, you're going to do something and it's going to make you a little bit better. I love it. Yes, that's, tag us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so so tag teacher fit, tag teach better. We want to see what you're doing after this live drop in or after listening to this on the podcast, like what you're going to do. So Andrea, I want to say, hey, she's dropping in with baby Luke. Um, that actually reminds me, a bunch of people are stuck at home with their kids, right? I'm stuck at home with my entire family. Um, you know, I have four kids and my wife and we're, we're just hanging out all the time. And like that carries its own stress stress Absolutely. and I, something we've been doing you know i do my own thing to get my own me time something we've been doing to release some of the, the kids energy and the family's energy is like afternoon walks so when i break for like a quick 15 20 minute lunch like i'll tack on 30 minutes of that to just go outside stretch get up from the computer and, and things like that um and luckily we all have apple watches and and, and you know fitness trackers and things like that. They'll tell us to get up once an hour anyway, but like, <laughs> but like, um, you got to take care of yourself. So I think the exercise is a great, at least the way I see it. Um, it's a great way to like, think about your day to reflect, to relax and set yourself up for success. I mean, um, go ahead. You're going to say something. Yeah. And everyone is home with their family right and the, the benefit of that the positive is that you have those forced accountability partners whether that's your five-year-old your five-year-old son or your spouse that typically you're away from each other all day you have that person that you know can hold you accountable and you can hold them accountable to go for that walk to do that afternoon workout whatever it may be and it's always easier to achieve something when you have that partner. So grab that person like, hey, every day at 4 p.m., we're going to go for our 30 minute walk and we're going to talk to each other. It's yeah. going to be wild. <laughs> it's, yeah. So like, that's a great point. So I, I love that you uh, you mentioned that. So Joe Gonzalez just said, yes, my four and five year old are full of energy. I think a lot of people are really just really feeling that stress right now. Like we all love our kids. We all love that we can spend more time with our family. But like we all also get to that point where like, oh, man, like this is a lot. So yeah, this, um, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of is what we signed up for. But it's not in this degree, right? Like yeah, right. This, this level of just like 
we're not supposed to be being somewhere. Um, so that's awesome. So someone's doing a long trail run. Uh, Holly Stewart it. rocking out a trail run. I love that. Holly, we should do some digital runs, I think. We should do a co-sponsored like digital race, like teacher fit, teach better. Something. Yes. I don't know. Let's do it. After this, is we're going to talk about that. That's exciting. Yeah. I, had, I had another. I had another thought on the accountability partners that I wanted to share. Yeah, and, yeah. Because because some people, and I know I have friends that are in this scenario, are quarantined by themselves. And I think although it is stressful to have family and kids, being alone during this time, completely wow, alone yeah. and isolated, can definitely be stress. I know we have a lot of young professional educators. Um, excuse me. Great point. <laughs> um, so the benefit. Of technology, you know, hop on that FaceTime call, hop on, you know, uh, a Facebook video chat and go for a walk with a friend or a co teacher or someone else that you know is alone. I think that can be super powerful too. So don't, don't feel like you're isolated and you can't reach out. Obviously, technology is here to help us. You know, there are benefits and negatives to it, but let's use it for a benefit in this scenario. I love it. So apparently a bunch of people are super on board with our idea. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it. Brianna said that'd be cool. Run t-shirts for the win. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have awesome. to get some fancy metal. People love metals. Oh, of course. We'll actually do hand sanitizers on a rope. That's what we're Perfect. Like, it'll Perfect. COVID-19 teacher run. Um, it's a so 19K Adam, run. You know, yeah, we'll exactly. <laughs> Adam Cotto says, uh, I take two walks a day, approximately one to two miles per walk. Just got bikes. So that's a new routine for us. So like, awesome. how cool is that? So Adam Cotto is sitting and going, this wasn't part of our life. This wasn't part of our routine, but it is now. And this yep. is something that we've been talking a lot about um, with a lot of teachers is that like, when you go back to what we consider normal, Yep. You don't have to be the same person you were, right? Like you can be a better version of yourself, whether it's in the classroom as a professional, you now have all these new tools and abilities to go back with. But if you're, if you've changed your routine to be a better physical person, and you talk about this all the time, right? So like if you're better, if you're more fit and you're feeling better about yourself, and I'm not talking about numbers on the scale, I'm literally talking about do you feel better about yourself? Are you more physically active? Is your body working better than it did when you started this, right? Um, if, if you go back to your profession in August or whenever your school opens back up and you have these routines set, they shouldn't go away. You can just adjust and, and modify them. But now you're going to be more active. You're going to have more energy in your classroom. You're going to have more energy in, you know, in things like that. So like, that's all, and I think that's sort of the mindset behind teacher fit. So I'm going to let you like expand on that a bit. Cause I know you're probably chopping it, <laughs> chopping yeah. it a bit. <laughs> so like, I'd love for you to expand on that, but um, I really think this is an opportunity for a lot of people that I want them to take advantage of it. Yeah. There's a great quote that I know I've seen a lot through this, this time. And it's, this is either happening to us or it's happening for us. And I think if we really think about that and how we can use this time, like we've been talking about, to build these habits, to build these routines, to add new things in that we can use going back. I mean, just the use of technology for education. You know, I think for a long time, 
as educators, you know, we were maybe a few steps behind other industries as far as leveraging technology to get the most benefit for our students. And this has been a great time for that. This has been a great time for establishing those routines of walking with our children. Like, were we doing that enough before? Maybe not. Um, and now, how can we continue to do that? Maybe we you know, establish that mental health routine of mindfulness. Maybe we establish that workout routine that we love at lunch right now, when we go back to school, how can we do that same routine, but maybe at 3.30 or 4.30 in the afternoon and realize right. the, the benefits of it? Or we've been getting up at 7 a.m. currently to do our yoga practice. Maybe I've got to push that back an hour, but I can go to sleep an hour earlier. You know, uh, figuring out those priorities and seeing the benefits now that we can take back with us to make us that more whole person of mental, physical, emotional health so that we're the best for ourselves and the best for our students. And it's, you know, I would recommend journaling about it. Hey, what's working for me right now that I can make work for me in August that I can, you know, start to establish and put in practice because I mean, we think, we think about it all the time, right? And we can talk about it and we can, we can comment on it in the daily drop in, but really when, you know, we hit the road, I, mean, I guarantee there's going to be excitement and enthusiasm in August, but what can we actually put in place in August that's going to carry us through December and January and February and March of all of next school year? Yeah, man. I There's so much awesomeness right there. I'm trying to just categorize it so I can figure out what I want to pull, which string I want to pull on. So, so thank you for that. <laughs> One of the things that you've said multiple times that I feel like needs to be said is that it's not just about getting out there and doing a workout. It's not just about doing the physical, but also doing the self-care, the breathing exercises, the the meditation, the yoga, right? So yep. like, I'm, I, I, it may come off that way because of the way I've been saying things. I'm not as good at saying things as you are, especially when it comes to this stuff. But like, it's about that self-care so that you can lay the base so you can do more of those other things. And it's not necessarily going to happen overnight. So- right starting to do a 15 minute yoga session that's not super hard on your joints on your body but it's going to give you time to mentally and relieve stress get some more of that blood flow and stretching going like that's just as beneficial if you can't get out there and do a, a mile jog you right. know what i mean um and i think um it's about that self-care and figuring out what works for you another thing i want to pull on real quick is that it has to be easy for you because if you try to do, and I'm not saying that it's always going to be easy because working out and, and improving yourself is, is, can be painful. Um, but if it's too difficult for you to fit into your routine or you're trying to squeeze it in every single day and barely make that in, it's not going to be sustainable when you go back in August. So I also love the reflection of, of, of those, those peoples. Um, we got a lot of support for this run. <laughs> I do. I'm looking at the same thing. Alex is like, I bet you Moon Joggers virtual races would collaborate with Teach Better and Teacher Fit on this for that. That's going to be another conversation we have to have, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, going to have to, we're going to have to dig more into that. <laughs> we got a couple of people registering already <laughs> mentally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but I love what you were saying about, you know, obviously we've talked about making it easy and figuring out what works now. And then, you know, for you, running is easy, right? For sure. me, Going out and doing a kettlebell or a dumbbell high intensity workout, love it. Going for a run, love it. But when it comes to yoga, and I assume you're in the same boat as a runner, 
if I said, hey, Chad, we're going to start doing <laughs> yoga together on video for 30 minutes a day, it would be super hard and like complete <laughs> transparency. Uh, my girlfriend and I, we've been trying to stretch for just 10 minutes a day and it's a struggle. Like we do, we do not miss a day of working out, but if we're like, Hey, we're going to stretch, we're going to do yoga for 10 minutes. It's like, uh, but we got this going on. Right. So you know, it, oh it, it happens to everyone, but there's also a little bit of, there's a lot of value, but there's definitely value in doing those hard things. So establishing those simple routines, go for your run, but obviously during this time, even more important, take that little extra time to do those things that maybe you didn't want to do before. Um, do your stretching, go for a, a little bit, a jog, you know, prep your food, whatever it may be that is going to put you in the right place. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm sorry. Chat yoga laughing. coming up soon. Oh, dude. I love the challenge of that because I got to be honest with you. You know this about me because we talked about this on your podcast, how much I hate stretching <laughs> and yoga. Yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I truly like I, I truly respect yoga, but I'm really, really bad at it. I don't have the patience and I'm too lazy to stretch. And I know that there are benefits, but like that's a perfect example of like that's something I now have a little bit more time for. Right. Yep. So like yep, me taking the time to slow down and realize I can do that and take the time to get the benefits of that when even though it's a little bit uncomfortable, because so maybe getting out the door and doing a run is not hard for me, but maybe right. slowing down and getting that yoga in is the Definitely thing that's pushing hard. me. So yep. I actually love that. And I love that you pulled on that string of my weakness of I look like the, <laughs> like if the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz tried to do yoga, that's what I look like when I try to do yoga. Yeah, like I, I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And my wife's actually really good at it. So like she'll do it every once in a while and I'll be, she'll be like, ah, oh, just do this. And I'm like losing my balance and falling over and stuff. And I'm just, it's not pretty. Um, but if you want to try that, buddy, you just let me know. We'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, yeah, I'll, and, I'll send uh, you. I'll send you the teach fit, teacher fit yoga class today. I'll, I'll send you a gentle one. A beginner's, <laughs> <laughs> some downward dog and or whatever upward cow or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, I feel like we've talked a lot about the benefits of being physically active, whether it's yoga, stretching breathing in the morning, walks all the way through, getting out doing a hardcore hit, uh, um, a high intensity workout training, um, running long distances, short distances, jogging, doing whatever, walking with the kids. I feel like we've kind of hit like the benefits of that. I want to switch gears a bit and talk a little bit about nutrition because you also have some expertise in that and we haven't even scratched the surface of that awesomeness that you can bring to this conversation. Um, so a lot of people right now are avoiding pants that don't stretch, right? <laughs> um, now, I can say I've been happy to like maintain my weight, maybe lose a couple here and there just because I've been in a training cycle. So I'm not too worried about that personally. But a lot of people I'm talking to are going, man, I'm stuck in the house all day. I'm bored eating. And... And just like I'm putting on a couple extra pounds because I'm uh, maybe I'm not working out enough, or maybe I've increased my calorie intake by like 500 calories a day. At now least. all of a sudden, and sure, right? Um, so, what are some tips in terms of reflecting on and 
potentially thinking through, like just evaluating your diet, maybe some some logging of your nutrition. I like from a training standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, I'm gonna let you take this for a little bit. Like, how do you not overwhelm people and go, be careful you're not overeating? Like, what's a good way to just reflect on am I eating too much? Should I reduce? Like, how am I feeling about my diet? Like, what's a good first step people can take? Because we know if you're eating poorly, you're performing poorly. Right. So, like, um, I just want you to kind of get, get your take on that. Yeah. So, it goes in line with everything else we've been talking about with regards to building healthy habits and making it easy, even, even probably more importantly with nutrition. And this is how I work with all my teachers. And when we do our courses, this is exactly what we start with. Uh, if, if it's not easy, we all know with eating, we're, we're never going to stick to it, right? There's yo yo dieting. Yo-yo dieting, yo-yo dieting yeah. is the diet, right, uh, of the world. <laughs> so keeping it easy being you have to set yourself up for success. So if you know that you are an aggressive snacker or you, if, if there is candy or chocolate or birthday cake in the house, that you are the person that's going to eat it. So what do we need to do? We need to start evaluating what we're bringing into our house, just like what we're yeah. bringing into our mind with mental health, right? We need to start evaluating what we're putting in our, you know, atmosphere, the atmosphere that we're currently stuck in 24 seven sure. and say, Hey, if this isn't serving my goals, my goal of feeling good, of having energy for myself, for my family, for my students to looking to feeling the way I want to feel, then I'm going to get it out of my house. I'm not going to buy it. When I go to the grocery store, I'm going to focus on nutrient dense, high quality foods that grow or live, um, not something that's completely processed. And I know in, in uncertain times, there was a bit, there's obviously panic of getting uh, shelf stable, sustainable foods. But the, the bad part of that is most of those foods are highly processed and not the best for you. And just like the, the person just commented, uh, my fitness pal is something we use all the time. It's great yeah, just for I building self-awareness, right? So yeah. during this time, if you just say, hey, I'm not going to make any drastic changes right now, but I'm going to build self-awareness of where I am. So everything I eat today, tomorrow, and the next day, I'm going to log. And mm -hmm. if you're eating uh, an enormous amount of calories, or maybe you're under eating, it goes both ways. Or if you're tracking your hydration and, hey, I had four ounces of water today, but I had 12 cups of coffee, uh, I'm probably not in the right space with meeting my goals. So building that self-awareness, keeping it easy. You know, if you were to open, you know, my fridge right now, there's definitely going to be, you know, a high quality beer or two in there, but there's also yeah, going to be fruits, vegetables, meats, like all of the good foods that I want because nice I know, food, natural food, right. Yeah. If there's high quality food in there, that's what I'm going to eat. But if there's just a bunch of crap, you know, if there was frost and flakes in my cabinet right now, my childhood favorite, gone, right? they would, the whole box, the whole box would be gone. So <laughs> I have, if I could just maintain the discipline enough as I'm circling the aisles in the grocery store to not grab that box, I'm already ahead of the game. Right. I but, if I, but if I put all that stuff in my home and I just, my whole house is full of snacks and candies and sodas and all these things, I'm going to be in the wrong place. And if we can just do that, if we can focus on eating real, natural, healthy foods in the appropriate quantities, when you, when you start to get full, stop eating, right? When we're Netflix and chilling, when we're feeling like, you know, 
the Tiger King should have been put in jail and we're just snacking and snacking and snacking and snacking. And all of a sudden the whole bag of chips is gone. We're probably not in the right place. Dude, so much <laughs> awesomeness once again. Um, so I want to, I want to pull on a couple of those strings as well. Uh, I want to have a couple of those, uh, some of those conversations. The first thing I want to touch on is the fact that like you can control what comes into your house, hopefully. Yep. So if you make those decisions at the grocery store, you're going to have a better choice when you get home. And the good news is like, we're limiting our trips outside guys. So you can't run out and get X, Y, Z, you know, hopefully another thing um, that I want to touch on here is like, you talked a lot about natural, uh, like fresh foods, right? Like fresh meat, fresh vegetables, fresh um, fruit, uh, all fresh, um, you know, rices and grains and things like that. If you have all those available, like, you can cook with your family too. And that can be another time where you can, you can bond. So instead of, you know, I'm not saying don't support our restaurants and stuff, but if you're taking out food three times, four times a week, like right. there's probably twice the amount of calories in the meal from the restaurant due to the additional butter and stuff that they add to those things. All, all the tasty and stuff. <laughs> yeah. The stuff that makes it taste great. Um, then if you just make that same dish at home and it's going to cost you a fraction of what it does from right. the restaurant. Absolutely. Um, so um, I think Veronica Duke, um, there's a couple comments. Veronica Duke said yoga can prevent injuries and turn on those muscles to prepare for a workout. That's absolutely correct, Veronica. She also mentioned my fitness pal, which you mentioned as well. Um, it's free. I think Under Armour yep. owns it now, actually. So you correct. get some cool ads for some fitness wear and things while you're on it. But like, it's a really great app. I've been using it for like three, four years at this point, maybe even longer than that. Um, but even going, hey, I'm just going to write down everything I eat today. Like even the act of just carrying a little notebook, if you want to go no tech, right? I'm yep. going to write down everything I'm eating and about how many calories it has and just doing that equation, right? So um, I'm, I'll let you talk about how many calories a person should have depending on what they want to do with their life. But like you can then evaluate and go, hey, I'm eating 4,000 calories a day. Like that's probably why my pants don't fit anymore versus, you know what I mean? Or on the opposite end, you know what? I've been so busy and so stressed, I'm not eating, which is the other side. And that's why I feel super low energy. If I'm only eating 1,200 calories a day, but I'm, I'm doing my workout in the morning and I'm pushing myself and I'm super stressed out today and my body's burning, you know, 2,500 calories a day, like right. I'm probably going to feel like crap. <laughs> yep. Or if you're grabbing all that low quality food, like you talked about, you're fueling with things that are inadequate, right? Um, so I think just tracking is a great first start. Watching that binge eating and snacking while you're watching TV. Um, I know a, a really common thing that I hear is like, get a small bowl instead of a whole bag, right? Yep. Put some stuff in a bowl and then you're done when that's done. So right. um, great stuff, man. So I don't want yeah, to keep you wrong. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just to expound on, you know, we talk about making it easy and the same thing applies with the things that you definitely don't want to consume, make them hard. Just like you said, if you don't buy them at the store, I am not saying don't have your glass of wine. I'm not saying don't have right. your, your right. chocolate that you love. I want you to have those things because when you have them, it'll allow you again to stay consistent and be happy and be excited about what you're doing on the other end of the spectrum eating the healthy food so but don't make it so easy right so don't buy it so if i want to have a high quality beer from one of the lovely breweries at san diego i'm not going to keep it in the fridge right i'm going to say hey i've got to get up 
get dressed, go out of the house, get my keys, drive to wherever I'm going to buy this. I got to pick it up. And that's a hard thing to do if I don't, I don't want it that bad, right? It's going to give me that three, five minutes, maybe a couple moments of clarity that says, hmm, do I really need that Froyo on Wednesday when I had it on Tuesday? Maybe not. So I'm going to stay at home. Instead, I'm going to have some strawberries and almond butter or something like that, yeah. that I already had. And it just gives you that break, that time to consider what you're doing. And if you want it, by all means, go and get it. But when you hopefully when you think about it, maybe you don't need it as bad as you thought you did. And you can have a healthier substitute that is more in line with your goals. I love that, man. Um, I, uh, I love the fact that you're, you're mentioning have the substitute available not the bad yep. choice, right? right. So um, if it's a sweet tooth, like fruit and peanut butter is like, or nut butter is like one of the best, most natural, like vitamin rich, nutrient rich things yep. you can have, right? Um, like yogurt and fruit, uh, so, uh, things like that, uh, like granola on hand, like uh, things like that. So um, I, I love the fact that there's like, there's these healthy alternatives that can they kind of solve your brain's need for that sweet, or maybe it's that salty or like whatever you need, like find that yep. alternative. I also love make hard choices more difficult to obtain and like give yourself the grace to be okay with having those things but don't make it easy to obtain them. And I, I right. actually love that as like a mental exercise. So like if you're at the store, don't grab that, that, you know, 150 calorie beer, leave it at the store. So I'm not saying go out again if you don't have to, but like right. that's a barrier now, right? right. Like that's not easy to, 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 to obtain. Um, that's a really, really great tip that I think a lot of us can do control what you bring in. And I think a lot of this comes down to, I'm going to try to kind of circle back, to like wrap up this thing because I don't want to keep you here all morning. It's still early. Um, <laughs> and I truly appreciate your time. Um, I think a lot of this comes down to controlling what you can, whether it's working out or whether it's nutrition. I think a lot of this comes down to control. I know for me personally, sticking to my workouts and my training cycle and, and, and my diet is a, things that I can control right now. Because mm -hmm. right now, you will stress out if you're thinking about all the things you can't control. You right. will stress out if you're thinking about my district hasn't told me what we're doing for the rest of the year. You will stress out if you're saying my district hasn't told me what uh, I need to do with my students for the next three weeks. Um, you'll stress out if you're going, are they going to close schools? Um, what's going to happen? Am I safe? Is my family safe? When are we going to go back? Are we going to go back? If you just focus all on like these uncontrollable unknown things, you are going to absolutely destroy yourself and burn out, right? It's about mentally from a psychological and emotional standpoint, focusing on things you can control. And from my perspective, Nick, I'm sure you're going to agree and expand on this a bit. You can control what you do with your time, whether it's working out, stretching, and you can control what you put into your body. Most of the time you can control and you have control of that. Um, Heather, Heather Clement said it adds to the threat factor when it, it takes more effort to obtain those high calorie. Oh, it adds to the treat, treat. factor. <laughs> treat factor. Sorry. Yeah. I totally uh, misread that. So that, that's a great point too, right? So if you have to work, um, that's a great, another, some Heather also said cooking can be a release, but you can cook healthy options. I would argue most of the time, if you're cooking a meal, instead of going and getting it, the nutrient density is going to be higher and the quality is going to be higher and it's going to be healthier. 
I can't guarantee it as long as you're not like putting three sticks of butter in with the broccoli or whatever. But like, like overall compared to the restaurant recipe or the pickup or the packaged food, if you're cooking, you're, you're doing something with your time. You're being productive. My wife loves to cook. I'm really happy that she's really good at that. Um, but, but seriously, if you take the time to, to get the ingredients over the finished product, I think that's going to go a long way too. Absolutely. Um, but back to control. Um, so I want to kind of close this out. Dave Schmidow is, is joining us um, uh, in the comments right now. Dave is fantastic. He's actually the one who started the, the Teacher 26K and the Teacher 100K. Awesome. Uh, 100, 100 Ultra thing. Um, so he's super into fitness. I think he's actually, Dave, I know you're watching. Um, I think he's running a, a virtual marathon um, in the next couple weeks or in the next couple days. So good luck with that if you if you can hear me, buddy. Um, but let's talk about control. I'm going to wrap all this up because um, I don't want to keep you here for three hours, even though I would love to talk to you for three hours. <laughs> so we're fully away. I mean, it's only 545 for me, so I got plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> Still got to get that workout in probably, right? Let's just right. <laughs> May 25th, Dave's running that marathon. Dave, that's awesome. Maybe maybe I'll try to run a virtual with you or something. That'd be cool. Um, so let's wrap this up. If you could have a parting, uh, parting notion uh, with taking control, taking back control of your life, what you're doing so that you can be the most productive, best version of yourself in and out of the classroom, what are your like go-to, what's your go-to message? For, for everyone watching right now? I think right now I want to restate that quote that I had earlier of this is either happening to me or for me. Love and it. obviously in this scenario, you know, we can look on the negative and, you know, think about all the things that are becoming more difficult, right? Or we can focus on the positive, get that mental health aspect going like, okay, this is a great opportunity, a great opportunity for me, a great opportunity for my students, for my family. And we're really going to take advantage of this to get more active, to learn how to cook, to teach my kids how to cook healthy food, to, you know, whatever it may be, whatever aspect that you need to improve on to, for Chad to start improving his yoga practice, you know, all those things, we're going to use this, you know, scenario for, for development, for growth, as opposed to letting it hold us back to, you know, you know feel sorry for ourselves. We're going to continue to move forward, developing ourselves, making ourselves the best version of us. So when we, we do receive that call that we're going back to school this year, or we're headed back in August, that we are now in a, a place much better than we were before for ourselves, for our students you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, so that we walk into that classroom, we've got energy, you know, we've got momentum, we've got all these things going for us that are going to set us up for success to have the greatest impact on our students that we can have when we're given that opportunity. Dude, I love it, man. That literally just embodies like the entire Teach Better mindset, everything you just said, right? Like, yep. uh, this, this isn't happening to you. Even if it is, it's not happening to you, but the way you need to look at it is it's that it's happening for you. It's an opportunity to improve. It's an opportunity to be better. So Nick, um, real quick, for those listening on the Teach Better Talk podcast, um, those listening right now live, if they want to learn more about teacher fit, if they want to learn more about things that you do, I'm going to give you just a second to share a little bit about where they can find additional resources. Because yeah. let me be honest, everybody listening right now, Nick is a, an amazing resource. You can find him on Twitter and all these social media outlets. I just want to give him a chance to share some of that awesomeness and where you can 
you can get some of his information. So I'm going to give you the floor for, for a second. Yeah, I appreciate it. First off, uh, it's been great to chat. Um, if people want to follow us on Instagram, teacherfit underscore online. Um, on Facebook, teacherfit. Uh, Twitter, TeacherFit, I believe it's 19. Uh, if you just search for TeacherFit, we'll be on there. We're actually giving away all of our programs right now for free uh, till the, wow. basically the end of the school Thanks, year. Dude. That's awesome. You can get email access. So if you go to our social media platforms, you can find those links um, in Instagram. There's a link in the profile. You can sign up for um, free email access Monday or Sunday night through Thursday night. All of our programs come out. Our mental health program, our yoga program, our fitness program. Um, we're actually doing a live workout today at noon Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. my time. Nice. Bodyweight workout on Instagram with our bodyweight coach, Gina. If you want to hop into that. Um, yeah. And then we, we actually have a, our May challenge coming up. So it's going to be 31 days of fitness, mindfulness, nutrition uh, challenges. And then we're going to have also guest speakers coming on each week to talk about um, nutrition, fitness, leadership during this time, all sorts of different topics. We've got some cool cool people coming on. Um, so that's coming up as well. Dude, so much awesome value and free stuff from TeacherFit right now. Um, see, I wasn't even aware that the amount of awesomeness we were going to be able to provide because every morning, daily drop-in, 7 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Eastern, we, we've been here sharing you know, free downloads. If you go to teachbetter.com slash distance dash learning dash tools, we have a bunch of free downloads from, from Teach Better as well. But now what you just said, man, is like, if you want to be a better teacher, if you want to get some resources, if you want to focus on your planning and your profession, um, you, you can hit Teach Better. But if you want to focus on yourself and improve yourself and, and get some of those benefits, you could read a couple blogs from the Teach Better website, but you could also go hit up TeacherFit because they got tons of amazing resources available right now. Um, I highly, highly recommend you go check them out. Plus, I want to just say, he didn't know I was going to say this, but Nick's an awesome dude to talk to. Um, he does respond to messages on Twitter if you just need some help or you need that connection. He's absolutely fantastic um, to reach out to via the, 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 the Teacher Fit uh, Challenge. So keep an eye out for that. So I'm going to thank everybody for participating. Um, I want to thank you guys for um, stopping by on the daily drop-in, whether you're listening now, later, or listening on the podcast. Make sure you check out TeacherFit. Make sure you check out all of the free resources we have here at teachbetter.com. Thank you guys. Have an amazing day and stay awesome. Have a great morning, everybody. See you guys.